Welcome back to the Wrestling Fandom Podcast, Episode 7, Season 1, The State Dinner. What are your thoughts? We open up with a strong walk and talk. Uh, again, Season 1 might be all CJ. Like I feel like she holds the whole thing together. Another great episode for her. Uh, I heard the bland assistant's full name, and it was something hilarious. Donatella Mott. So you know what makes me laugh? She's just the humanoid version of Donatello from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean... Which makes Baby Einstein Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. Does that make Leo... um... (gasps) Oh! I didn't even go that far! Okay. <laughs> One, two, three, four turtles. So they named the bland assistant. Maybe they've done that. No, they've um, they they've never given us her full name, but we know her name. So early on, I like the whole like hiring unions situation. Wait, sorry, side point. CJ said she went to school for twenty two years. Yeah. Thirteen years is kindergarten through high school. Another nine years in college? It's yeah. a doctorate. They've never brought that up ever in the show. Well, if you're going to carry the payload like she does, you got to go to school for a minute. No one ever addresses her as that. It's never brought up. It's I don't just know, man. There, or that she went to school for 22 years, which is either she was really bad in school, which I'm assuming she wasn't, or she's a doctor. CJ's the goat, right? I'm not worried about that. I liked the little hiring gimmick. Uh, I think, generally speaking, like... It's funny, because this episode, I think, tackles it really well. Anytime I see unions disagreeing with, like, a manufacturer or, like, teams, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm mad at everybody. I'm like, oh, my God, just figure this out. So it was funny for, that's basically the tone that the union stuff took in this episode. They were like, Jesus Christ, get over yourself. Um, there's also a fun uh, Redskins dig, because they don't uh, exist Washington anymore. Washington football team. Excuse Washington me. football team. So, I thought pretty open, or, or open, kind of breezy, fun. Like, yeah, well, so, and then in Leo's office, when I bring up Washington football, the, uh, I'm sorry, the Redskins. Um, man, he's just the worst. Josh is totally right. Like, even CJ's like, yeah, you need to calm down. I've started, and you'll see this in my notes, I just put a frowny face instead of hit business lady. Oof. And we're going to touch on why her arc rings so incredibly hollow. So, now, I know we try not to swear on this podcast, and I don't think this will, I'm not going to count this as a swear on my ledger, because there's no other way to describe this guy. Really love the vibes from the asshole Indonesian. Oh, the president of Indonesia? Yeah. Did not like him. Well, he's just so, so unbelievably, like... Obviously, so much of this show is like a, it's just some Democrats like fever dream about like the way it should all work, right? Definitely going to cut this out. No, I don't think that's a bad thing, you know? Uh, but like, I feel like, you know, Red Team, there's probably one billion biopics about Abe Lincoln. But uh, it was funny to see like their first real foreign affairs issue. And they were like, let's just get some a hole into the mix. <laughs> Um, so I thought the union stuff, again, was handled pretty well. Like, generally speaking, 
I'm not saying that unions shouldn't be able to barter. Like, I, obviously, that's their key. But I think everyone just gets so annoyed. Well, you know, this will happen, and this will happen, and we're ready to, like, shut up, buddy. You know? So mm-hmm. I thought I thought they did a good job there. Um, the hip business lady just being involved. Uh, sad face, again. This buddy reporter angle, I don't love. Uh, Danny and CJ? Yeah. I... Ooh. It feels a little weird to me. I think part of it is that because... And it's funny because you pro- you see this the reverse all the time in Hollywood where it's like, like look, I like Kevin James, but the idea that Kevin James is in movies with these like smoking hot 10 out of 10 wives is hilarious. But like CJ is much more charming and much better looking than the buddy reporter. And it's weird to see that happen. You haven't. You haven't spent enough time with Danny to make that assessment. I'm just saying, early, early, early returns are not looking good. You know what did look good? Rob Lowe and Cuddy. Chilling at the duck. Oh, my God. It brought so many feels to my heart. And, like, here's Rob Lowe. And she's like, I don't need your manic energy, bro. Like, I'm going to be a lawyer. It was it was so good. Um, so... I just another sad face, so I assume the hip business lady did something of note. Do you know how many ums and so's I cut out? <laughs> really? Yeah, I cut out a lot of um and ums and so's. I mean I'm just piecing it all together. I mean I'm not complaining, I just now when I hear it like in person, it's funny to me. So then from there, I love and I, I don't know if he meant it this way, but the the translator for the translator to translate is the ultimate microcosm of how government works. We need the translator. We brought the wrong guy. But here's this other guy who will get us hat. You know, like, it, it was so perfect. Jump back a little bit. How do you feel about this government standoff? So, I find that stuff really interesting. That's probably why I put the frowny face. I wish that had been explored more. Why isn't that entrapment? Why is it maybe a good thing to, you know, put away 40 potential lunatics? Yeah. Um, You know, ultimately, and it's funny because I feel like this point would never be made today, but, like, these, like, fringe nutjobs exist on all sides, and you can't let them – like, I don't think the the Chaz thing in Seattle, like, stands for what people – on that side of the aisle want. In the same way that those, like, remember those ranchers a couple of years ago? Yeah. Well, I mean, this this storyline comes directly from Ruby Ridge, which was a 1992 federal standoff with a crazy man and his family that lasted for 11 days. A federal agent died, and then they stormed the building. Yeah. I, I think, too, a part of the respect and admiration that comes with that job, and it's going to pay me to say this, but I kind of agree with hip business lady in this regard, Exhaust all your options, and I don't want people to die. But that to me, I thought that was to me. I I, I, I think was, Josh makes a very strong point. If a federal agent comes to your door with a warrant, you don't put your guns up and say "Get off my property." It's a federal agent. See, but I think that's where that stuff gets interesting because, you know, what if fifty years from now a federal agent comes to the door and they're like, "Hey, we've put a you know cap on the number of." you know, Spanish people allowed in the country, uh, my wife's Spanish, we're taking your wife. They'd have a warrant, but I, 
I'd stand my ground. That's what due process is. That's what the American justice system is made for. I mean, ask... Well, I... Like, arming your citizens is how you guarantee those things don't get that far, right? But I also don't want nut jobs. Like, I... I, I to me, this arc would have been good as its own episode. But because they kind of... Like, they basically just used it to punt hit business lady in the teeth. It, Stay I mean, it was tuned. fine. Stay tuned. Okay. Like, it was fine. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I, I think it's the most interesting moral dilemma that they've had so far, so I would have liked... Yeah, it's, it was really interesting that they decided to just keep reminding us of how bad of a character Mandy was in the same episode. Normally, you just get, like, one moment. It's like, oh, my God, Mandy. It was, like, four times this episode. You're just like, oh, she's the worst. Yeah. So, we got to see... Coach Bombay's wife, uh, Abby, Abigail Bartlett, Doctor Abigail Bartlett. First off, me. another, she's obviously much more attractive well, than she, she was Rizzo in Greece, man. Like, come on. But she is still a pistol. Like, I thought her character was awesome. Um, it was very funny to hear. I have this circled as one of our modern history takes, where. The, uh, what were the little metal pots or whatever? Those whaleys or whatever yeah, they were no called? Idea. Uh, the Our History segment. There's not a democratic situation anywhere in the country that's saying keep that stuff up. I disagree. I mean, it's getting taken down left and right. I think there's a difference in what you see on cable news and the actual democratic structure. Like, do you think our local county commissioners, which we live in a county that's completely controlled by Democrats, do you think our local county commissioners are really out there? Well, there's this Confederate monument in the park near downtown when you take this down. No, it's still there. I mean, when people get to take that stuff down and action isn't taken, what does that mean? I mean, I wouldn't, like... I would take that as being fine with it. So the, there was some woman who climbed the flagpole in South Carolina. She faced federal charges for that. Okay. It's a pretty red place, South Carolina. I just thought the our history thing was interesting because that is not a popular belief in blue team today. Um, so now we get to... I knew as soon as he walked up, as soon as... Was it, was it Leathery Vet? Leo? Who was like, I need you to schmooze this guy. I knew immediately i was like oh my god it it i like put my hands over my face rob Lowe did a phenomenal job this episode this is also a uh definitely a pre 9-11 type thing that happened post 9-11 there was no way in hell you're getting in the white house under an assumed name oh yeah for sure for they sure. would have ran your social like they talked to your high school teachers like you're not you're not getting in the White House without a full background check. But uh, I thought, and we'll touch on this a little later on, I, it would have been very easy for Rob Lowe to fall into kind of the manic energy that a lot of the other male leads fall into. And, but there was this like real like calm devastation about what had happened to him. Or not him, but like just the situation, right? Like he could have overacted that, and I thought he yeah, nailed it. Him sitting, well, I mean, he did make the rapid mistake of I'll give you ten thousand dollars not to go home with this man. No, I, I, I mean, I thought like, I mean, that was clearly like we'll, we'll get to that. It. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. 
So I've discovered a new ship that I know isn't going to happen, but I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Leo and CJ. No, that's not happening at all. I know, but I love it. Oh boy, do I love it. Okay. A weird one, but whatever. So I appreciate Hit Business Lady getting kicked in the teeth. Um, yeah, she was... Her despair was really used as a vehicle in this episode to move the plot along. Yeah. So I think one of the... This episode is the first one where they did, at least to me, a really good job of these kind of minor, we'll call them annoyances, as in being in the White House, right? Where, like, like some days you just wake up and, you know, there's a caravan and the president tweeted confifi and there's protesters out and you're just like, oh my god. Like there's just thirty things going on, and you're just you just massage your temples and hope for the best. So what you're saying is sometimes you felt very bad for Sean Spicer and Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You were just like, ah, damn, they have to deal with what? Up, oh, that's a point for you. I mean, I think it's I think it's necessary for that point. Like, nope, you're done. That's could you imagine you. having to wake up and just be like, you tweeted what last night? But I I thought this was a good. Uh, I thought this was a good episode, and just like all of the little hits and misses and whatever i think the show early on has done a lot of good like good give back like it can't all be hard wins and some like they do a good job too i think of it's not just like like sometimes they have little wins inside their own party sometimes they beat the republicans like today they they hard lost and it wasn't like like an evil republican thing i mean they lost on some stuff they won on some stuff it was a mixed bag the uh, another like interesting kind of cultural the uh, angry lit teachers barb about English like you live here maybe <laughs> you should learn English again that joke does not get made in no I think that joke gets made today no I, I don't and think. that is still very common to be said but I I, I not by the the not by the extreme left that Toby's supposed to represent people. it was nice to see moving forward from that. It was nice to see the lit teacher get wrecked, really with his own hubris. Oh, yep. like, he really did. S- Sam even made the point to him, do you really want to do this? Yeah. And it was like, you know, hey, like, F off, bud. Like, you just, you just slayed us. We're not going to do this. Have a nice day. It, again, really good punishment. Um, really appreciated it. I, just to circle back to the, the buddy reporter cj danny concannon is his name by the way yeah so anyway the buddy reporter and cj danny concannon and cj craig claudia jean craig doctor claudia jean craig apparently i i just don't like it i think it comes with time like how do you feel about josh do you still not like josh at all yeah i'm not really into him interesting i'm really not into him or the lit teacher that's so interesting to me so let's talk about really kind of the Maybe the worst moment in television history. The 10,000? <sighs> you were going to say that's the worst moment in television history? It hurt me so much. Do you remember the second episode of the show? <laughs> because I knew. <laughs> I knew. I didn't know he was going to say that. But I knew that he was about to mess up Royal. And Rob Lowe did such a good job. And you could see. It's one of those things where you could tell in his little like manic neurotic lawyer brain that he got like halfway there and knew not to say it and then like he broke for a moment and yeah. he said it and it by the way 
Did you see what was in his salad? It no. looked like spinach, strawberries, and chicken. That was not a good salad. <laughs> I think people do that. That does not seem like a good salad to me. Like, whole strawberries, man. I thought that was devastating. I need an episode where this gets resolved one way or another. ASAP. Uh, we're only seven episodes in, so... Does that go on for a while? We're only seven episodes in. Uh, so, one of the things I'm curious about... At first, when you didn't realize, when I was like, holy crap, that's Cuddy. And you were like, who? You've really never seen, like, how many episodes of House have you seen? Interesting. I think I've maybe four. I'm not even joking. And one of them is this special they made after it called The the Swan Song, which I only watched because I like the idea of the swan song. Because apparently when a dove dies, they make this really beautiful song. Or when a swan dies, they make this really beautiful song as they die. So it was like a note to their fans. I thought that was really cool. I thought that meant that Cuddy's character was going to be short-lived. No, I just didn't know she played Dr. Cuddy or whatever. that she's around for a while then. I abstain on that, I guess. I guess I have to, really. The Bombay wrecking the unions again. President Bombay. Uh, President Bombay, I, I think... Even if you're pro-union, anti-union, whatever, whenever these clashes like spill into the media and you're just paying, playing chicken with groceries or whatever, I know that everybody is like, Jesus Christ, just get this over with. You know what I mean? Like, we get it. You're both big, strong, whatever, whatever. I mean, he only did it because he was having such a bad day. Like, that was very clear. Yeah, and I think he did a, like made a really good point, too, where, like, you know, look, you're both idiots. Right. Yeah, I I like the uh, like your uh, job I'm, is I'm, hard. I'm a I I'm a Nobel Prize winning economic professor. Yeah. You guys have no idea what you're talking about. Like, look, you're probably now to the truck driver's credit. I wonder how much. I wonder where they'd sit today, but I don't think. Unions. I think I think Sam makes a very good point of younger drivers don't stay like long term. Do I yeah, think they, I'll stay at my job for forty years? Yeah. No, most but of them that was don't. standard. Yeah. 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, so I just think, like, I really kind of liked the feel of that arc. I, I don't think there was a lot to explore there, because... I mean, it was definitely, like, the D story. Yeah, I thought they did a good job there. Uh, Miss Bombay. It's it's Dr. Bombay. Is it? Yes. Okay. Uh, Dr. Bombay almost made it into my top three. Oh, wow. Really did a great job. She only had, like, maybe seven lines. The only thing I worry about her long term is, like, she's a little too perfect. What do they call them? Oh, don't worry. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. Yeah, like, I don't need... Like, she looks like she's a bit of a firecracker. So I need her to be a bit of a firecracker moving forward. Like, I'm not interested in these, like, Mary Sue, like, she's just this, like sexy big boobed like girl who always pats you on the shoulders when you'll, you need it. You'll get a lot of episodes. They really flesh out whole character going forward okay. in the show. Okay. I mean I've been impressed with what they've done with all these characters, but I, I always like Yeah, I mean for it to be episode seven and for it to be such a large cast, I mean you've you've learned quite a bit about everyone. So the phone call on the boat. Okay. So, in, ni- in December of 1944, middle of World War II, I guess not the middle, but towards the beginning of World War II, Typhoon Cobra. Like Wait, that's you a- said 1944? Yeah. 
Colin, that's like the very end of like. Is it? No, nineteen forty-two was when you said forty-two. You, I just said forty-four, and you said forty-four. So you, you're yeah. saying forty-two. No, it's forty. Nineteen forty-two was Pearl Harbor. It was like a six-year war. No, it wasn't. I'm no. an idiot. I'm cutting all of this out. Oh wow. Uh, so December of nineteen forty-four. I like. I think a year later, it's over. I have to know now. Hold on. It might have been the summer. I think because we beat. It may have been. I think you were thinking Germany, of Germany fell in and April. Not, and then six months nope, later. No, it's September of 1945. You're right. Yeah. It, it was a six-year war, but it started in 1949. We didn't join late yeah, until, until Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor. That's what I was thinking of. Okay, that's why I got mixed up. Um, I was literally, I was like, 1942? What do you mean? <laughs> um, so in, 19, in December of uh, 44, Typhoon Cobra, which, first of all, they have gotten very bad at naming storms. In 1944, they were named Cobra. Could you imagine? Anyways, uh, December of 1944, uh, Typhoon Cobra, which again, great night, name, destroys three aircraft carrier and damages 23 ships uh, right off the coast of the Philippines. Like, destroyed the Third Fleet, apparently. And that's where this inspiration for the President Bombay on the phone with Harold... I thought they did a good job with him being powerless with Bombay. I think it really showed his emotions when he was on the phone with them. Well, they really like drove home the like the powerless angle, you know. You, I mean, the power literally went off in the White House. Like, yeah, like they did. Any of these to get decided? Like, so the guy gets shot. Yeah, which is not powerless. He directly. So that's. That's a rough one. You hear about all of these storylines again. None of them are major in the episode. They're just like storylines. And then the... What's his name? Angry Lit Teacher. Toby. And Einstein got wrecked. Josh. Rob Lowe got wrecked. President got wrecked. The unions will probably come through, right? I mean, I think Bartlett just kind of... Yeah. Like, like, no, you just need to agree to what's being offered. Let's go. So, all in all, I mean, that's, I don't really have anything else to add about the, the episode. No, neither do I. So, do you want to do your episode power ranking? Yeah. So, I think starting number three, CJ. CJ started off really good storyline in the episode. She continues it throughout the episode. Every time they go to Horde, she's like, yeah, CJ. Number two is Sam, just because you really get to see him struggle. It was like it was just good acting by Lowe. That's Rob Lowe, right? Yeah, Rob Lowe all the way. Very good acting. You could see how upset he was in Very this moment. Very human, cerebral yeah. take on that. The like getting wrecked. Yeah, like when they walk up to him and he's just eating at the table. This is clearly a very upset man. And then uh, the first lady, Abby, asks to be introduced to her, and Sam doesn't know what to do because he can't introduce her as Lori, his friend, because she's a prostitute with one of the party's guests. Can we actually talk about? The, let, let's take the fandom out of the like the ship out of the the cutty low relationship. I was gonna say it's like in our title. What do you mean? <laughs> I think that that is so. It's it's one of the more interesting, like failed, chauvinistic. Like, and they brought it up early. Well, you're gonna try to save this girl, right? And something we had talked about and early they continuously on. Continuously bring it up. They brought it up this episode. Yeah, and I like. I don't think that Roblo's character understands 
Like to him, he's like, well, I think what you're doing is immoral. I'll give you this $10,000. But it's actually not very different than like, hey, Bob at work has a crush on you. I don't, I need to quit your job. Or there, there's a real controlling at, and I, I, it, I think it comes from a good place. Like I don't, like he, he wants like something with this girl, right? But I, I, th- I think there's a real interesting dynamic in all of this, where, again, I don't have hard feelings on sex work in either direction, but very clearly, Cuddy's character is not an idiot. Uh, Cuddy's character is obviously very attractive. Uh, she like dresses well. She's got like that like personality. I just snapped, and I it's fun to see. It's again, it's very good writing to see the clash come from him telling her what to do because she doesn't really consider what she's doing immoral. And I don't. You know, she's she needs to pay for law school, it's, bro. It's like, just a on. job. Like it's just a. You know, if it t- like I would imagine, I'm sure she doesn't think it's like good because she's gonna stop it. But it's like a, you know, lobbying for big tobacco or something. And so, I think that dynamic is very interesting. I think there's a lot of like, the the, the ten thousand dollar line is a forever, yeah, like heartbreaking. It, it's such a believable line because he just like had no idea what to say or do, and he just very good line. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just said no, you're that- fine. Um, number three, CJ. Number two, Sam. Number one, President Josiah Bartlett, hands down. It was a yeah. very good episode for it's him. It's one of his episodes for yeah. sure. Yeah. And the like, even though I didn't like it, the look he gave Mandy, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with your plan. And she walks out of the Oval, great. Just that small little look. So I obviously do the, like, running power rankings. Yeah, you do it weirdly, I agree. So at number three, uh, Rob Lowe. Um, spoiler alert. Very close together, one, two, and three for this week. So I'm actually one, CJ, two, Coach Bombay, three. President Coach Bombay. Yeah, <laughs> President Bombay, three, low. I could, what you could ask me every day for the next week how this should be ordered, and I'd probably come up with a different order. I gave it to CJ because I gave her the number one because she'd been, she was number one last week, and I thought she turned it enough to not get. Like you know the old saying, like you, you got you got to beat the champion. If it's a tie, they keep the belt. Yeah. So she keeps the belt. Bombay did a good job. The Rob Blow stuff. Yeah, it, we literally have the same exact three in our power ranking. Yeah. Just slightly off. The the Rob Blow stuff. Sometimes I feel like this show wastes him. And what I mean by that. Is I feel like a lot of the characters. Go ahead. You have something to say. We're gonna. Mm. You gonna abstain? No, it's just there was. Rob Lowe likes to play off. Never mind. We'll talk about this at a later date. I abstain. I think, and he can do this, but it's it's not his only note. The like walk and talk, the manic, you know, speech and back and forth, and the pace of the White House. He can do that. Every I, you have to be able to do that in this show, but where I, where so much of that is Einstein's character, where so much of that is Lit Teacher's character, I feel that Rob Lowe has other pitches, and he doesn't really get to use them. I mean, they all have different pitches that will eventually get. To. I feel like everybody has this like ninety-five mile an hour fastball, and it, like it sinks. Like it's got a good sinker ball, and I feel like Rob Lowe's got this like 
you know, Garrett Cole dots all four corners, hits the black 100. But then he's also got the six slider. And, and, and like, I, I just feel like there's – I feel like they leave a lot of him on the table. Yeah, we'll talk about this at a later date. So I – I guess you'll go first. What did you give the episode? I went fourth last time. You go fourth this time. I gave it a 7.2. Oh, I'm higher than you. 7.6. So things I liked about the episode – and this is just a personal ranking philosophy. I think the setup episode. I'm not like a TV expert. Maybe there's a show where this is true, and I've never seen it. But to me, the payoff episode is built to be the payoff episode. Yeah. And there are just certain things that the payoff episode gets to do that the setup episode cannot do. It's prepaying your taxes, right? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel this was a good like. This is clearly like you're just building the character. Yeah. I mean, I think it's better than I. This would be. I would have one episode. Two episodes. This would be my third of seven. Good episode. Yeah. Okay. But things so you're you're a setup episode, so there's just like unsatisfying ways your story's gonna end. I want to know what's going on with this French guy. Obviously, this boat thing's going to come up. Obviously, the hip business light is going to be a thing. Obviously, cut. You, 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 when you can't deliver on those, like it's hard to be a great episode. Um, and I'm that's not a knock on the episode. That's what it's designed to do. We're going to go back to a baseball analogy, right? Sometimes you have to put it in the dirt. Yeah. And see and see if they swing, right? Like sometimes you got to get the count. If they swing, boom! Now you get your payoff pitch. So. Um, good episode. Yeah. So this is a side point. How do you feel about end of season, like overall talking about the season at the end of the season? Yeah. So I guess you can edit this out or not if you want to. My general plan is to watch the season, talk about the season. Um, and then when we shoot into season two, reset the power rankings. Um, I'm sure you'll have. This show was always very popular, wasn't it? Yeah, at this point. No, actually, this point in season one hasn't really been discovered yet. It, the show almost didn't get picked up again. But after it, the end of its fourth season, you know, it got syndicated. Because back in the early 2000s, there wasn't a thousand and one networks. Yeah. There's only a hundred. <laughs> um, but they replayed all the episodes in the summer. They got really good ratings. They got renewed for another season and went okay. forward being a very popular show. But they, I mean, this season... It's either so this they season went or the into next season two, knowing was... that they were pretty popular. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. But yeah, to me, I think the goal is to just keep trucking along, and then come the end of the season, we'll discuss the season, maybe give it an overall rank. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, it'd be easy. What I'll probably do is average my scores, and then see. I, I'm a big believer in like the sum. Or the whole being greater than some of its parts. I so, think. I don't know when I would ever give you any of this information. But once again, I've done like a restoring census survey, whatever you want to call it, on everyone's favorite characters, everyone's favorite seasons. So, at, one point, at some point, I want to show that to you. And be like, well, this is where everyone else is. Are there numerical scores next to what they rank the season at? No. It's, it's most popular. You know how much work that is? Just the episodes alone. Because, I mean, there was... Have them hundred plus episodes, 
So I, I couldn't put in a thing for each one. Let's do this. I will... There's seven? Five? Five seasons? Seven seasons. Seven seasons. I don't want to know the ranking, but I I will... I would like to know where it ranks. Like, I don't want to know that, like, season three, six, one, two, but I would like to know season one is... Don't tell me yet. Season one is not one of the worst seasons. Fair enough. Let me say it like that. I, I can see where this show goes off the rails. Oh, no, you can't. Because it's so character-driven. And it's, it's where, like, we'll use uh, uh, Dr. Bombay. It's so character-driven that if, if they put too many eggs in, like, you know, we had a Mandy episode. Is that her name? Yeah, Mandy. Look at me. Nice job, Wow. So we had a we had a Mandy episode, terrible, right? And they did a good job. I think again they they switched up the story arcs after the like whatever. There, there was a decision made in episode two to reset, or this would be episode two. But what if they decide that angry lit teacher loves bacon or something, right? That actually does come up at one point. I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> what if Einstein discovers cocaine or whatever? I know Moneyball did, but what if Einstein? I know at this point he was he was very he was writing two network television shows, both hour long, both drama. He was into a lot of cocaine at this what point. What was what was the other one? What was the other what show? Uh, the sports. Wow, I'm forgetting his name. Sports Night. Sorry, it was on ABC. This was on NBC, and he was literally him and Tommy Shalami did both shows all at the same time. Oh, I forgot about my man Shalami. Yeah, I want you to know. I I received a comment about the porn star, Tommy the Footlong Shalami. It was uh, I had never thought about that before, and I just all I could think in my head was, Wesley has destroyed people's ideas of this very accomplished Emmy winning director. So, not, and not to ramble at people, very good episode. Yeah, pretty good series so far. I mean, but yeah. I I see where it falls off the rails. They're they're gonna put all their eggs in the wrong character. So we, I, we'll talk about this. At the yeah, end of the I feel like we got we got very yeah. Into you'll the edit, you'll edit this out and do your thing. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll be cutting a lot of this, um, but breaking that fourth wall. But thank you for listening to the Rest Drink Fandom Podcast. Um, you can check out our show notes to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or check out our merch. Make sure you subscribe. Maybe share with a friend. Appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Tweet at uh, Colin so that we can hear your comments about how great our show is. If you have anything negative to say, please don't tweet. No, what is, what is the Kane's cast? Like five stars, best friends. There we go. Adios. Uh-huh.